Smith Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. 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 Distraction. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Will, host of Distraction Podcast. This is Distraction, the little podcast where I teach you about some everyday overlooked little item or thing that we all know about, we all use, but we don't know anything about the history and its origins. And today, uh, from Facebook, Brian Long was like, Will. Who invented the can opener? Where does the can opener come oh. from? And I was like, Brian, no worries, my friend. I'm going to teach you how that works. Also, the other thing I should mention is that somehow, even though this started purely out as a historical uh, informational podcast, I constantly get interrupted in these studios. So we'll see if we can get through it today without any interruptions. But honestly, I don't have much hope for that. So this is the history and origins of the can opener. So food has been preserved in tin cans since 1772. In fact, it was created by the Dutch Navy so that they could obviously have meals on the boat. Yeah, it was our idea. We put it all together. Yeah, we put it in the cans in order for it to be able to survive across the ocean. Yeah, what was your favorite food that you put in cans? Oh, well, I mean, maybe not you guys, but your ancestors. Wait, right. Um, see, do you see the Dutch have a famous thing called a crocket? Mm-hmm. Like a Davy Crockett, but it is made of <laughs> potatoes and cheese and pickles. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds actually not too bad. If you go to McDonald's bad. in Holland, you can get a McCrocket. A McCrocket? Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. So, so you would, so you canned McCrockets for, uh, well, not McCrockets, McCrockets for the Navy, or they did? Oh, yeah, potatoes and, yeah, uh, yeah, and the pickles. Uh, pickles. And the longer you leave a pickle in a can, the more it becomes relish, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I guess so. That's true. And so would you, what, how would it work? Like, how long would it keep for before you would open it up? We never really found out a, a date that it would expire. It seemed to last <laughs> infinitely. Yeah. How long did your Navy last? D- oh, did you notice you had a lot of sailors getting sick? Well, yeah, we, 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 we thought it was just um, them being witches that made them sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is one of them. Oh, no. It's one of them that we locked into the brig. Please, please, can someone help me? I've been locked inside a can, and I do not have an opener. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody canned an old Dutch Navy yes. sailor. Yes, yes. The, the speaking of me has brought me to life, and I have bursted through the aluminum casing. You go back in your can now. No. I have been in this casing for so many years. I have told you multiple times, Yolanda, get back in the can. I have heard it too many times. I cannot <laughs> go back in. I am so cramped you've known, up. You've known about Yolanda in the oh, can yo, yes. for, she for had, all these years? Yolanda has become quite a problem. Well, Ever since the beginning of the cans. This I is a human inside. being. You, she wants to be free. Yeah, she's not, I am not a human no, being. She's, that she's, is no, offensive. She's, not. Uh, she's, mo- she's uh, like a, maybe like a banshee. Well, banshee, a weed. A siren? Some sort of... I've taken amalgamation of all three, but not a human. Okay, well, what's so scary? Why would we? Why should she get? You see, if we let if we let her out of the can, she has infinite power that can take over all of the Netherlands. Oh shit! And the universe. Uh, Oh shit! Put her back in the can. Put her back in the can. Do the spell. I I should have left that part out, but. Put her back in the can. All right, right, Jolanda, I need you to take a deep breath. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, 
oh wow, that <laughs> that looked like a pretty simple ceremony. Yeah, oh, she yeah. just like sort of just went in. Back no, in. like every now and then she'd jump out and say like, "Oogie boogie boogie, I'm going to get you and destroy the universe." We are so used to it. Yeah, she like I said, she's become quite a problem. All right, well, uh, I well you take Yolanda back to uh, the Netherlands Museum of History or wherever you guys came yeah. from, and thanks for sharing that with us. Of course. Thank you. That, what an interesting insight. So the Dutch have also been canning human beings and keeping them preserved. That is, I thought the Dutch were cool, and now it feels a little disturbing, their culture. Uh, so they invented canning food to preserve can. Oh, God damn it. So they invented canning food uh, to preserve the food, and, uh, and tin cans have been around for a long time uh, with food in them. And what's really strange is that, that people didn't think to uh, create can openers until the 1800s. Um, well, we've done it. I've got all of our food for the next three years in these cans. So we have a can opener that will open it, or are we just going to open it with our teeth? A what? How are we going to open these cans? <laughs> open them? <laughs> Do we, did, did you guys... Did you guys historically jump through time and bring your goat? Yes. 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 So you, you see, you see, Ted. He's he's got all of our cans, and we got this goat, but we don't know how to get to the food. Let me eat the can. What? Holy shit! Did you hear that goat? Oh, oh we brought only our we, best talking yeah, goat. Yeah, we we I, taught it to speak. It wants to eat the cans. Okay, I think goat. it's just saying that. It's not really wanting to eat it. it. You know how you say something and don't really mean it? That's a talking goat. I think I it don't probably... think you need a can. You can store your food in me. That's I'll what I'm worried about. If the goat eats the can, <laughs> the can the of food goes in the goat. <laughs> All right, well, we can try it, I guess. Let's see. Should we give them some creamed peas? No. Pineapple? No. This is good as preferences. Uh, German potato salad? Corned uh, beef hash? Yeah. Oh, a goat eating beef. <laughs> Corn beef. All right, let's see. Here you, here you go. I think, well, look at that, the can came open. The can that? came open, the food went the can and the food went in the goat. So I feel we'll, like the goat tricked you. No, so what we gotta do is we gotta keep the goat from stop stop the goat from eating the meat. But you think I we can? The meat. Shut up, goat. I don't think we can stop that goat from nothing. Guys, I don't think you should give your goat uh, can your canned food that is your only food for the next three years. This goat is just a tricky goat. It is uh, it is swindling you. It's just wanting to eat your food. So, in fact, I think you can get rid of the goat. You should put the goat in a can. In fact, I met some Dutch people just a few seconds ago who regularly preserve monsters from their culture in cans to keep them contained. Well, that sounds like a fine idea. That does sound like a no, good idea. No. All right, put that goat in a can. Quick, oh, before all you right, right. No. jump in. No. Can no. goat. <laughs> Well, we just canned a goat. All right, back through time, you guys. Ah! Holy cow. Uh, I think everything's going to get canned tonight. <laughs> uh, so the first can openers, you know, uh, from the 1700s until 1855, 
There weren't can openers. The, the reason that they say is because people had existing tools that they just beat their cans open with and pried them open. But in 1855 in England and in 1858 in the United States, there were people who finally decided like, hey, why don't we make a special tool to make opening these cans a little bit easier? Yes, so we came up with this idea, you see. To open up a can, you must pry it open with something sharp. Yeah. Yes, so what I discovered is if you take a can and and instead of hitting it against the edge of the table, you should take something sharp, perhaps a knife or or, or a scythe, you see. A scythe? Like yeah. a like a wheat thrashing scythe. Yes, like a scythe. Or like what death would hold. Uh, Did yeah. someone say scythe? Oh look, it's death right here. <laughs> oh what? This is Did someone call for my I scythe. I always keep him close by. Oh, yes, I have are you just having death scythe open your cans you for know, use personally? Well, yes. sometimes we just hang out. Yes, because <laughs> in England, you see, death is always around the corner, no matter where you are. Yeah, sure. I'm mostly around the corner at her house. Yeah, I mean, do you uh, do you like her or something? What's well, I, you know, I don't really want to be too open with my feelings, but I feel like me and Beatrice have a pretty, pretty unique connection. Oh, yes, it's very nice. He'll, yeah. he'll come over every uh, every Tuesday and Thursday and we'll play a bit of gin rummy and have a spot of tea. It's very nice. And what will you guys eat? Like, obviously you have Death coming to your house to open cans for you. What out of the can will you eat? Oh, some good spotted dick. <laughs> and mostly I just eat the cans. <laughs> oh my God. Wait a minute. Take off your hood. <laughs> oh, it's... Death is part goat. Oh. Well, well, maybe goat is part death. Okay, maybe <laughs> I yes, came haven't first. You, haven't you heard the rumors of of Satan being an anthropomorphic goat with is death with, Satan with, with cloven? Whoa, well, hold on, that is back a up the phone. <laughs> we are two different people. That is rude. Did somebody call me? Oh, yeah, uh, Satan. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, mistook, hi, death. I mistook oh. you for the same. The same creature. You know, it happens a lot. Uh, you do have both cloven hooves yes. and well, horns. I prefer mine to be known as antlers. They might just be smaller <laughs> than most, but the, they are not horns, okay? Ah, I see. I'm sorry. I'm right. very well, sorry. I have horns. Definite horns. Uh, mine are more like, uh, oh, what you'd find on a, a ram, for instance. Mm. Well, Satan's only subscribed to by some parties. Everyone believes in death. Not everyone believes in Satan, okay? It's true. It's true. <laughs> now, I, I want to get back to, our, is your romance so... Uh, I, I guess I'm jumping the gun here. Uh, do you guys have feelings for one another, death and Beatrice? Uh, I am of the same... Uh, I feel like eating cans of spotted dick seems very suggestive all the time. And, and at some point, you just get your own scythe to open if you're just concerned about opening your no, meal. Hey, hey, we don't have to talk about love, okay? She eats my spotted dick and I eat her can, okay? Why do you got to talk about <laughs> That's love, That's all I needed bro? to hear. It all sounds right. like you guys have a thriving Let's relationship. Let's go have fun. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, See you guys. That spotted oh. dick. <laughs> so in 1855, Robert Yeats 
a cutlery and surgical instrument maker in Trafalgar Place West, Hockney Road, Middlesex, United Kingdom, devised the first claw-ended can opener with a hand-operated tool that haggled its way around the top of metal cans. That is a quote. And uh, basically a knife uh, with a lip that you just jabbed into the can and then just like rammed it around the edge. And you know, that's what everybody said. They said, that's just a knife and you're just ramming it around the edge. No, my friend, that is a can opener. Yeah, well, I guess if you're if you're using a knife to open a can at the moment, it would be a can opener, sure. Oh, but mine's a, like a knife with a hook. Yeah, well, yeah, and people gave you credit for that. In fact, they uh, they gave you a patent for that design. Yeah, well, the, the patent office gave me credit for it. Yeah, but the general public did not. Well, it left such a jaggedy fucking edge around the can. Well. My grandfather also invented Band-Aids. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> the Yeats? The well, Yeats Band-Aid? His name was Johnson. Oh, was it? Yes. Did he have a partner My name? mom's side. Yeah, okay. His brother actually uh, helped him with it. Okay, cool. Well, so Johnson, your, your grand- grandparents, Johnson & Johnson. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and you invented the uh, jaggedy tetanus prone uh, hook knife can opener. Yes, that's the actual name of it. Yes. Well, thank you, yeah. That's great. Nobody uses it anymore. I have bad news for you. What? Oh, oh. Bob, may I call you Bob? Please do. Bob. What's everybody using now? Uh, people are using uh, a much different design, which I'm going to get to later in the show. But Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, 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 no one's using it. Well, let me leave you with a couple. Oh, okay, great. Do you have a whole warehouse full of them that haven't sold? I, I actually have a couple of warehouses full. <laughs> I can't give them away. Maybe you should sell them as knives. Oh. People are still using knives. Okay. That's a great... <laughs> thank you so much. No problem. I got to get back to the knife warehouse. <laughs> Eats hook knives. Look for them soon. So that that was the first design was like this hook knife tool. And then in 1858 in the United States in Meriden, Connecticut, uh, we had a guy... Uh, let me go back here. Excuse me. In 1858, the United States, Ezra Warner of Waterbury, Connecticut, uh, he created a sharp sickle-like design uh, that Beatrice uh, interestingly introduced us to earlier. Oh, uh, yes, me and Ezra are quite close. You know Ezra, too? Uh, yes. He he and I were, were once um, betrothed before he skipped across the pond. Oh, yes. he went to America to he Waterbury. Went and I to Waterbury, and I had to stay here. Oh, okay. In whatever Hartford, Hemfordshire, Worcestershire. So, so death isn't currently here right now. But no. can I ask you, are you using death as sort of like a, a rebound? Yes. From if Ezra. I, if I'm if I'm answering quite quite frankly, yes. Um, Ezra was the love of my life, and we wanted to go into business together, you see. Um, but he he escaped off to new lands and thought that the, the new world was greater than anything we could have here in Queensland. Oh, well, uh, I just feel like you need to be honest with death. I know he's not about, about how the, you're basically using him as an emotional support dog, uh... And if, you're, if, if your relationship hasn't gone further past you guys exchanging some spotted dick and having tea uh, twice a week, I feel like death really likes you, like maybe even loves you, oh, and I you're just know. using him for a sickle. I don't know about that. I mean, I... Every, Beatrice! Everyone has to... Look into your hands. heart. Uh, 
You miss Ezra so bad, he had the sickle can opener, and you thought of the first person who had a sickle just like him. Beatrice. Oh, hello. Beatrice. Hello. Yes. Oh, you're here? Yes, yeah. Jeff. He- hello. Mm. What? I, I thought I heard my name. Oh, I was just saying it's cold as death here. Oh, so, yeah. No, she uh, wasn't. Here's the oh, thing. Death, well, she is using you. I want, I'm going to be your bro. I'm going to be your well, wingman yeah. on this one. Okay. Beatrice has been using you for, for your sickle. I, what? She, her ex-boyfriend. Have, have you told Death about Ezra? No, I have not told who anybody the, about Who me. the heck is Ezra? He was a, he's an ex-beau of mine. Yes, Ezra invented what? a can opener that had a sickle-like what? What uh, you look. To, what so you yes, need a can. I can eat your can, Beatrice. Ever I since can eat ever the whole can. You don't even need to open it. I can eat the whole thing. Ever since Ezra left me, I've been seeking someone with a sickle, and you are the closest one nearby. I have a scythe, Sith. I don't. Uh, uh, you know. It's a hook. It's the same a hook sword. Except the blade is slightly longer and curved. <laughs> Ma, I can, uh, I can make my blade longer. I no, swear. Trust me, I've tried to, I've tried to make that argument to I've, women. And <laughs> I've looked at all the ads. I purchased all the freaking, the freaking <laughs> how, things. How would you make your blade longer, Death? Well, you know, the ads tell me I can just put it in this vacuum thing and I can pump it a bunch of times. I'll stretch it out. It's going to have the same curve. It'll just be longer, Beatrice, I swear. Do you think that will really work? Yeah. All right. How Ezra about- did have quite a long blade. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I'll- if you really think that you can make your blade long, then perhaps I can come clean to you and say that I do love you and your long blade. You're you're saying you're only going to commit your love no, no, to me no, no, if no. I have a long blade? No, 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 no I no. thought we had a connection, Beatrice. Yes. The, I ate your can. And the gin rummy is nice, and the spotted dick is lovely. I'm just seeking someone with a long blade. Well, what are you going to do about it? How do you feel, Death? I mean, you are Death. I mean, if you want her to disappear, uh, you feel like you just... I don't want her to join my realm. I'm going to go kill a bunch of stupid people. Bitches and have them join me in my realm. <laughs> oh God! My oh no! Okay. Right. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to sulk off to my library and drink a cup of Earl Grey and think about my feelings and bottle them up and never tell anyone about them ever again. Perhaps write a few novels. God. As long as you don't put them in a can. I feel I'm not gonna eat it. Okay, guys. I just uh, I feel weird that they just stormed out the door like that. And uh, and now there's a bunch of women <laughs> who are going to be callously murdered <laughs> because of the end of this relationship. Um, well, you know, but it is death, so so he can choose when when people go, I, I suppose. So uh, this can opener that we're talking about, the Ezra Warner sickle can opener, it was actually adopted by the United States Army during the Civil War. Uh, and because it was an unprotected sickle, it was too dangerous for domestic use. But only a few years later, in 1865, uh, a company called Bully Beef, which sold which sold pickled beef in a can, uh, sold it with a can opener that was a bull's head can opener, uh, similar to the uh, the knife, the Yeats design that we talked about earlier, the hook knife, uh, to just jab open the can. That's right. We'll give you beef in a can with a knife to open it with. Are you uh, the spokesperson for Bully Beef? Sure am. 
Okay, yeah, no, that's it. You would like a can and a knife, and that was it. Yeah, the, town the, on the, the bully the, beef. The, the 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 soldiers on the home front needed something quick to put in their satchel, so we gave them a can of pickled beef and uh, a knife to open it with. Yeah, that's, that's how we won the war. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, I, I suppose you were on the Union side then. Yes, of course. Okay, you think bully beef is the reason why the Union won the Civil War? Yes. What is it about bully beef, uh, pickled beef, that? Energize the soldiers. Well, so the Confederacy didn't have access to it, you see. And uh, the bully beef provided our good oh, men man. in blue. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, so oh. hungry. Oh, I, I've been trying to open this can for like for like 60 whole minutes right now. and Jimmy, and I, we got to get it open. I'm starving. I've been, I've been asking everyone around here if, if they can open our... Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I... I've been I've been sitting here with this can and a blunt stick and I've just been poking at it for for days. Bobby, we got to get it open. If we don't, we'll go hungry. I know, I know we got to get it open, but this stick it's so round on the end. There's not a single sharp point to bo- poke this can with. Well, let me look around. What about a spur? Well, my boots don't have those. Mine do. Why didn't you tell me that two weeks ago? I'm sorry. I just thought they was obvious. What with the chinging and all. Well, you want to kick my can? Sure. <laughs> and that's how the Union won the Civil War. Because the, yeah, the... the you see, because the Confederacy, they, they was taking their boots off to open their cans. And they didn't have anything to protect their feet. So they got trench foot. And they all died. Wow. Is that where the, the phrase, I'm going to kick your can, comes from? It as sure in, is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat your ass. Yes. I'm going to kick your can in order for us to get sustenance to survive the Civil War. <laughs> Bully beef. Bully beef. And I, I understood you guys had a jingle for pickled beef, too. Yeah, we sure right did. Right after you guys won the war, like, it kind of took uh, off. Yes, uh, yes. Right after Lincoln was assassinated, we, we came up with <laughs> this tune. <laughs> oh, a tall tune. The tune, indeed. I can't wait for this. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. That's us. Bully beef, bully beef, you can't beat our meat. That was it. <laughs> you can't. You can't beat our beef, bully beef. You can't beat our beef. We can't beat our beef. Okay. I've got a cold. You can't beat. You can't can't beat our beef, and you can't beat our meat. (laughs) Bully beef, perfect. And uh, so that became the start of domestic can opener use, where people started getting familiar with using a can opener at home, besides just beating it open with a, a spur or a hammer and a a chisel or whatever they were using. And uh, and so this went on for a long time. They were sold all the way till the 1930s. And then finally, in, uh, in 1925, in the 1920s, they started experimenting with uh, the wheeled can openers, the cutting wheel that is turned on the outside of the lip of the can. Uh, so they created these one-handled uh, wheel cutters that you would have to hold the can in one hand and then use the wheel that latches onto the can that penetrates the top that goes around the way that we think of it now. But it was one-handled and you had to hold the can with the yeah, other hand too. Yeah, because my hand was getting tired. Uh, right. Yeah. So we, we, we made this can opener so our hands wouldn't get so tired, us housewives that had to stay home all the time. 
Oh, man. Yeah, it was a different time, wasn't it? It sure was. Uh, and did you feel, like, empowered or did this new can opener design? It was another tool in my toolbox, that's for sure. Did you, li- did you like it? Did you, did you even want to be opening cans? Were you proud of being a can well, my, opener? My seven children have to eat. Yeah, they And do. my husband's off working at the cotton ball factory. Oh, really? Your yes. husband worked at the cotton ball he factory? Makes cotton balls. Mommy? Mommy? Mommy! Yes, this is my Mommy! I know. Mommy. Calm down, children. Mommy. Calm down. I'll open I... some cans for you here in a second. Can now I with a can my... of beans? I want a can of peas. Beans and peas and corn. And, corn and what would you like, Sylvester? I want to work the can opener. Oh, I don't know if you're old enough to do it. You see, this can opener can be quite a doozy. It took me two weeks of reading the manual in order to figure out how to use it. I've got hands, Ma. I know how to use them. All right. Let's see if you can open this can of chicory. Ooh, <laughs> chicory. All right, I'll just latch this on here. What is chicory? Crank, crank, It crank. is a flower. Oh, ow! Oh, no! Oh, oh tarnation! Oh, no! He, he opened his thumb! Sylvester, now give me that. <laughs> Go put some pure iodine on it. Oh, no, this hurts so bad. He was and supposed to open the can. He's passing. Look at that. He, he immediately got tetanus. Oh, no. That's what happens. That's why I had seven children. Now I have six. Yeah, that's why I heard that that's why people had lots of children back in the day because of the, the higher rate of uh, children dying like that through accidents or disease. Yes, there's no such thing as Social Security, so they're going to be what uh, uh, what helps me keep alive and keep money when I'm old and decrepit. <laughs> yeah? Yes. You know what? Can I give you a suggestion? Yes. You should put some of your kids in a can to preserve them. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful idea. If you put them in a can, the Dutch invented this of preserving human oh, beings. So smart. And then when you're old and need help uh, later, your children will be, still be young and fresh. To, oh, to help you out. That's a wonderful idea. As you age. Gertrude. <laughs> Sylvester. Alex. Jump into the can. Did you call me back from the dead, Oh, Mom? no, that was Sylvester with an I. Oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I died, you turned British. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Death is coming in to usher away your child. You're in me now. Take your cans. How many you got this time? Well, I've got one can full of four children and one children that has passed away of tetanus. And what can is he in? Oh, he's not in a can right now. Does he need, do do we need to put him inside of a can? Uh, Duh. All right, you don't need to be so touchy. Where's your freaking can? Let's see, we'll put him in this can of peaches. I don't want the peaches, I just want the human. Oh, so, okay, I'll take out the peaches. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Sylvester. I think you're going to have to dump his body in yourself because he's already diseased. I'm almost there. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of squishing. That looks horrendous. He's inside. There was a little have air trap at the bottom, so it made Can a I little ha- fart sound when I put my fingers inside. I've heard a lot of mo- I've heard a lot of mothers threaten to put their children back in. But to actually watch it was way more unsettling than I ever anticipated. It's a different time. Yeah, well, it sure, sure is. All right, well, there you go. Get hand that can off to death and uh, off Thanks. to off to hell or wherever, wherever he takes these people. 
And so that was the beginning of the uh, the rotary can opener with the uh, wheel, the, the cutting wheels. That was invented by Edwin Anderson in the 1920s. But then the Star Can Company in 1925 of San Francisco, California, improved that design by adding a serrated wheel that uh, called a feed wheel that would be added to the underside of that uh, the cutting wheel, and that would grip onto the can. And so you still had to use two hands to uh, open up the can, but uh, that would clip onto the can and you could twist it off and uh, make sure that it was making a nice, nice clean edge as you cut op- as you opened up the can. And that was the Star Can Company. Now, uh, uh, can openers continued to evolve and, uh, and so people didn't want to have to hold the can while they opened the can too. And so the Bunker Clancy Company of Kansas City, Missouri, uh, they basically invented the plier grip yeah, can we, opener. We sure shit did. Oh, oh God. You know Oops. what? Because I want to be able to open a can of Bush's baked beans and drink a Coors at the same time. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you could somehow hold the plier can opener, yep. twist it, what, and we, drink a beer at the same time. With one hand. Right. We've, we've hired some, some kangaroos. Did you hear that they can they can hold the can with the tail? I did not hear they that. They can hold the whole this body is my with buddy the tail. From really? Australia. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I I was pulled in. I <laughs> you... brought my kangaroos. Oh, they wow. can hold the whole can with their tail. That's incredible. And wow. then they got two hands so and they can they can rotate it. Yeah. They can cut it. Then yeah. they can hold the can. That's incredible. So that's that's how you're doing it. You're yeah, using we, your Australian friend's raccoons. Yeah. I mean, uh, kangaroos. Kangaroo. <laughs> do you sound like a guy them. who would have pet raccoons. I, I, you know what? I've got two or three in my backyard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it took me and my Aussie friend a little bit to understand how to do it. But once he brought over his kangaroo, one, ah. two, lickety split. We had it. See, this, it's, this is him right here. Ah. I, I got to keep him away from my friend over here because... Because kangaroos are a bit aggressive oh, if, yeah, if you ain't polite to yeah. them. He kicked me in the dick one time. Really With hurt. his tail, too. With his tail. Oh, wow. You got tail kicked in your dick yeah. by a kangaroo? Sure, shit you ever seen a kangaroo stand on its tail? And you still, I've never seen it. It's a bit frightening. Wow. So this, this is how you get drunk while simultaneously opening up baked beans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's security. <laughs> and security from who? From my, anyone. My ex No one wants to get punched in the face by a kangaroo. Now, are you two in some sort of relationship uh, here? Do you said ex-wife and you no, brought over your no, Australian it, friend? Are you in? No, it's not romantic. No, Matt, we, we, we. It's was, a business. We was pen pals for a really? little bit. <laughs> yeah. I flush it down the toilet. It goes kind of clockwise. Yeah, it comes goes up the there. It goes clockwise. What are you, you know? flushing down the toilet? The letter. It's a pen pal. Yeah. Oh. Why did you have to hide the letter? No, it's not hiding. That's the mailing system. Oh, you're flushing it to right. each other. It's right. a it's a flu wow. system. That is a, that is a, some faithful some right. faithfulness when In it fact, comes to the kangaroo got here from that way as well. You uh-huh. flushed the group. It flushed the little kangaroo. It was a wee baby back then. Oh, and it took fought. this long. He fought. He fought a lot. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, it's like a big Ted. <laughs> It Ow, you son of a bitch! <laughs> now I can't. Now I understand why that kangaroo's so mad at you. You you just made him travel through miles of sewage. Well, I can't like, put him on a goddamn carry-on, can I? You ever seen a kangaroo on an airplane? No, never. Not once. Never Good. once. You never will. 
it'll it'll hop right out. It'll kill the pilot. What if, if the kangaroo hops out of the plane? It'll kill the it'll kill the pilot. Well, it'll kill the pilot before it hops out the plane. Why does a kangaroo compelled to kill the pilot? Because kangaroos don't like at that high altitude. I, feel, I guess that's confirmed. Okay. <laughs> This is basically kangaroos are the original sky terrorists. Yeah. Who yeah. knew it? And now it's just a little salty for having to travel through thousands of miles of Her. feces. Well, it's it's got an important job. To hold the can while you use the can opener? Well, it can hold the can, it can or it can hold another. the beer can, yeah. or it can hold the opener. Okay. It's going to hold something. It's got two hands and a tail. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for that insight. Uh, uh, Bunker Clancy of the uh, Bunker Clancy Company of Kansas City, Missouri, where they uh, finally improved that uh, pliers-like grip to the can opener. And uh, our Australian friend here. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, well, who's asking? <laughs> me? Just me. Well. I'm not like, what, you, uh, 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 the Australian toilet police? Uh, <laughs> the Australian you, Postal Service? Wondering why you've been thwarting our... No, you, it's not at all. I'm just, just. You can call me Hugh. Okay, all right. And our Australian friend Hugh. Fair enough. And so that was the design that basically has persisted through time. The 1931 Bunker Clancy uh, pliers like grip, where you can put that cutting wheel along the edge of the can and not have to hold the can and uh, move that can opener and open up that uh, top lid. Now, in the 1980s, there was one additional re- evolution to this: is they created a a can opener that kind of gripped uh, horizontally from three points and then would uh, slice the can opener along the side so you didn't have the uh, the sharp edges to the top of the lid. You could just lift it up off the top of the can with that nice smooth edge on the lip. And uh, that's uh, basically the entire evolution. Yeah, we, the- well, we made that last ad- adaptation safe for children. Okay. Yes. Okay, so children could open it up. Yeah, yes. we had several children uh, losing fingers. And, oh, so many small toes oh. and fingers. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I actually watched a child from the 1920s in some sort of horrific time warp uh, cut his hand on one of the first uh, wheel-cutting can openers and die immediately of tetanus. That I don't doubt it at all. And get, then gets sense. his body yeah. gets stuffed into a can and then taken away by oh, death. Oh, yeah. So we sad. Have, that's, yeah. The archaeological record is full of dead bodies and cans mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that makes sense <laughs> this is a this is a weird discovery on this show that so, yeah that, i mean that's why we didn't want any more no uh, more edges more edges no more tetanus riddled mm. children stuffed in cans no more children no <laughs> no more children i mean no more children dying <laughs> <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that doesn't sound right. Are you no, guys out to? The, are you guys no, eliminating children? No, no, no. So, no. so no. what we've invented is this can opener mm-hmm. that children can use. But the the one clause is if they use the can opener as a child, then they are no longer children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get a me. Are you guys witches? Are you guys some sort of banshee? Well, I. I, I don't like that term. Yeah, it's very polarizing. I don't yeah. like that term. You guys are turning children into adults immediately. That's like right. You're reverse yes. Benjamin buttoning. Papa, I, I found a can of beans in in the cabinet, and I and I started to open it, but I got I got a little. Snack. Oh, here, let, let me help you right there. Let's go. It needs to go right there. Can now give it a good. My... There you okay. go. Give it. A... No, mother, father, 
You're so good. Your child you. just turned into a professional wrestler right before my eyes. You know, it but is... I have opened this can. Yes, you have. Yes, very. We're good. We're so proud of you. May I eat the contents of this can? Of course you can. Oh, look at that! Didn't so even cut your I am tongue. beefy. <laughs> yes, you are beefy. Yes. You're a huge, and that there's been a lot of crazy instances tonight. Uh, and now I know why uh, children have very short childhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because they're being allowed to use the uh, side opening can opener. All right, Banshees, thank you so much oh, for yeah. being here. Yeah, thank uh, you. And, Witch, and uh, you, uh, uh, roided out uh, child to adult. <laughs> yeah. He's only seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I eat so much canned chicken. So nice. Big. <laughs> so big. All right, and that, my friends, is the history of the can opener. Um, uh, don't let your children use it, is what I've learned. And also, be careful about any cans you find in your ancestral homes because they might be filled with evil spirits, banshees, or witches. And uh, that's the real deal with the can opener. Thank you to my improvisers tonight, Mookie Harris, Kelsey Van Voor, Sarah Shipley, Paige Scott, as always, on the piano, and I'm Will. Continue to support all the shows on the Red Curb Comedy Network at patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy. Bye! Bye! Distraction! 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 Red Curb! Red Curb Comedy Network.